This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings Zidi right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. Oh, you know, I didn't ask Sam if our Destiny music showed, showed up, up or not. It showed up for showed up. audio. Heard, heard up. Heard up. Uh, audioed, audioed. <laughs> if people could hear it. Um, but I'm starting it up again because we're diving into these stitches. And <laughs> I can't believe we recorded that whole podcast about straight stitches. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Well, you know. I don't know. After, um, it's going to be six. Is it going to be six years? No. It'll be five, five years. Five years. We'll, well be entering our sixth year of pot. No. The podcast launched in January of 2016. 2016. So 16, it, 17, 18, it, 19, 20, 21. We're going to finish. Right. This will be the sixth year we're going wow. into. Wow. Because Zelda is. Zelda's six. She was a baby. She was a baby. Right. She's six and a half, so it's right, six, right? right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, oh my gosh, yeah. she's halfway to a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. We figured that out the other day. Oh wow. Yeah. So last time we talked about like straight stitches and selector behaviors and uh, backstitch priority and things like that. And today we're going to talk about when your needle gets to swing to the right and the left uh, when you pick a stitch. So. We talked about needle position with straight stitch and, and moving the needle around within, you know, the the swing of the throat plate or the presser foot or whatever, but it got to just stay in one place the whole time. Even if it went two steps forward, one step back or whatever. That's right. Um, it still stayed in the same place. And today we're going to talk about stitches that go side to side. So some, I, I guess... I might be getting a little ahead of myself well, here. Honestly, that's about. I mean, the triple stitch is the only stitch I know that is a straight stitch that's not a chain stitch. Yeah. Right. That's stretchable. Yeah, and I don't even know if I feel like it's that stretch. I guess it's stretchy. Is it? St- is it that stretchy? I guess it doesn't allow itself to pop. Is that what? It, I, I guess it's know. like really strong, and it's fine right. like sideways, sort yeah. of. I don't know. I, once again. I'm not a fan of it for that, for that purpose, for for the stretchy purpose. But I know that it can be categorized as stretch stitch. We talked about that last time. So yeah, but I agree with you. The straight stitches, yes, they're they're meant for wovens, right? Right. And we've talked about that before. So when you get into the side to side stitches, you get into stitches that can be recommended for stretch. Not all of them, but some of them. Right. right. I guess what we're saying is if it's a true stretch stitch on your sewing machine, though, it will probably go side to side. You're right. You're it totally will, right. It will have movement. You know, it will have north, south, east, west movement. That's right. Um, you'll be able to stretch fabric theoretically. So why can you stretch? Why can this these zigzaggy seams, why can they accommodate stretch? 
what's the deal? The deal is that their needle points are distributed on the plane in a different fashion than the straight stitch. So it allows for, you know, side to side stretch and up and down stretch. Right. And the whole idea is that not only does it allow for it, but your stitch won't pop. That's right. You won't break a stitch because your fabric has the possibility or the movement of stretching. So more than likely, you want this garment to stretch over your head, over your thigh, over your butt, around your waist, whatever it is. Okay. You're wanting this to stretch and spring back. Yep. Yep. Okay. And so therefore, you need this type of stitch because if it was a stable stitch and you went, the fabric would pop yeah you know want to cooperate (laughs) but then you would pop that stitch because it doesn't have the ease or the elasticity to go back and forth okay yeah so um zigzags often we talk about stretch stitches and then we talked about that stick stitch selector kind of behavior on more basic machines right i'm like picturing the dial on the super basic baby lock and those straight stitches were in black and the stretch stitches were in yellow and there was a little selector which confusingly enough it like went from nothing to ss and ss meant stretch stitch and not straight stitch right (laughs) right right, which is it's like right great you know uh not not so not super wonderful but yeah ss so in that case (laughs) there's this thing that comes with your sewing machine what's it called what is it called an owner's manual and you can take it out and read it and find out what that means that's right that's right so um anyway yeah you can have those stretch stitches and that can be i and i'll just point out without going into it for 45 minutes that on some of your more advanced machines you can have different behaviors for zigzags in regards to back stitches so once again you can have it where you mean you're securing stitch yeah right. so back stitch priority in baby lock land. So you can have it to where it'll go forward a couple zigzags, back a couple zigzags at the beginning. Or where it'll just stitch in place and then begin zigzagging. Right. Um, and then let's talk about stitch width with zigzaggery. Uh, because this is another place where the machines can act differently. And there are one, two, three, four basic zigzags on the Destiny. And... The first two have to do with that backstitch priority. And then the second two have... I wish you'd say securing priority. Well, that's not what they call it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. That's not what they call it. (laughs) Yeah, but not everybody has baby. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. okay. I don't know what they call it for other... In in sewing land? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. In ZD land, securing... I think we should... It's a better... You're right. Can we make a game, a board game called sewing land? Yeah, it's it's fine, like... You're right. It's we better. We need to make a board game called, called Sewing, Sewing Land. Land. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there are these two other back stitches on the Destiny. Or back stitch, look what you got me saying. Zigzag stitches on the Destiny, and one of them is called Zigzag Left, and the other one is called Zigzag Right. And when you change the width of the Zigzag Left, it grows to toward the, the right. To, yeah, I get this. <laughs> The needle stays 
yes. in the left position that's that right. it's in, which is that's the center, right. supposedly. That's right. Well, no, it's not really the center. No. Like, the stitch is centered over the center, but luckily they have a screen where you can see right. how the stitch is changing because it's confusing. Uh, but it is sort of test, anchoring. Test test. test, test, test. It's anchoring the right swing. Is what yes, maybe I would, yeah, yeah, it's there anchoring the right swing or it's anchoring it's the left swing. only swinging to the left yep. or only swinging to the left. Now, right. this could be good because not only can you change the width on this machine, you can change the needle position. Right. So if I Correct. moved. Yeah, right. Correct. <laughs> left. <laughs> if I moved the needle position on a zigzag stitch, what this means is I'm actually like moving the whole stitch in the space. And right now I'm holding my hands um, parallel, like my mm-hmm. palms are facing each other. And then I'm moving my body side to side. Right. <laughs> Just in case you can't see it at home. It's really not that great of an illustration. But anyway. I think it is. So what my <laughs> my hands are supposed to be the stitch. The width of the stitch. And it's moving the whole width right. of the stitch. It's moving the entire right. stitch within my stitch area. Right. And on the Destiny and on a lot of machines, it won't let you go outside the stitch. Um, right. Right, there is a governor of safety yeah. that doesn't mm-hmm. let you sew your um, presser foot or your yeah. um, throat plate. Unless you have your straight stitch plate in place, but right. we can't but, be accounting but for that. some machines oh, will, will tell you that the straight stitch is on. That's right. Some some yes. of them will account for that. Depends on how smart they are and how much you paid for them. That's right. So um, that is, once again, another behavior. And this acts, you say, not everybody has a baby lock, for sure, because I think that other brands they they don't call that like needle position or left right shift or whatever but right. there is a function sort of like where you're changing the width of your zigzag and then there's a function where you're moving the zigzag over and right. the width is the same so your machine may have something like this um and that was kind of where we were talking about how the stitch width knob will change a straight stitch into a zigzag on some things or move the straight stitch. Or only move the straight stitch, the needle position. That's right. Okay, so those are zigzags. And once again, we're always letting people know you can change the length and width of your zigzag per your project. honestly, you probably almost always will go from the factory setting to something else. I, I, I think I seldom use what's on there because usually it's in a really tight stitch. So, yeah. It, it, oh, hold on. Let me. Let, I mean, what I consider a tight yeah, stitch. Right. That's, I guess, arbitrary too. Or it is a little arbitrary. So, width is three, length is three. Now, the length is three. Right. But is that the whole cycle of the stitch? Ooh. Yes, it's, it means each piercing is three apart. Is that I, what you're well, saying? Okay, try does it. it mean each piercing is three apart, or does it mean that each right swing is three is, is three apart? Hold on, I will. I think, okay. it, I think it's I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Each stitch. Okay. I'm sewing. She's sewing on, on paper I'm sewing out loud. Yeah, she's I am, sewing out loud. I am sewing on paper because we've talked about how you can. Okay, so it is. It's three apart, I believe. Each each needle drop I is three apart. So. I'm gonna run. Oh, okay. there, where's the no, roller? no. Go to a straight stitch and now straight stitch three Ooh. apart next to it. Ooh. Oh, well, that's gonna be. I'm not. I think I like start at the same. Well, okay. you think I'll be able to tell? I think we'll. You know. think I'll be able to tell? And maybe it's not. Maybe it's. So that would mean I. You know what? Maybe we're. Can you tell? 
Hey, if yeah. you've, you've never so seen... look. Yeah. There's where... Now I'm actually using a pen. Okay, so it's not. It is the distance between... The... So each right needle piercing. So the definition so of a zigzag is not each needle drop. It's when it comes right. back to its starting. So each swing. needle drop is Drum. one and a half apart. That's right. So when okay. ZD says it's tight, uh, she's right because <laughs> each needle drop to is, me one and a half is pretty tight because right. um, the the factory setting for a straight stitch is two point five, right? It, length. Now, I know it's different between a zigzag and a straight stitch. Um, it's also different because of the fabric. Mm -hmm. fabric now, there's a lot of machines out there, especially the older machines, and I don't even know what old means anymore. Yeah, sure. Right. Okay, but it means not made today. <laughs> not made yesterday. Dude, I've got a really old machine, and then I'm yeah. like, oh. Well, anyway, you will go to the setting, and the zigzag will be almost a satin stitch. Uh -huh. it, it, well, it, it, and it, it will even sort of note that it'll have the stitches like it'll show them real close together yeah. someplace like yeah. whether it's you know just like you know a, a like little icon on on a dial or something or whatever mm -hmm. or next to the stitch or whatever or the stitch number or what. But sometimes it's almost, like I said, it's like too close for anything. Yeah, so your zigzag can do a lot of heavy lifting for you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I guess the other thing I was mm -hmm. going to say, and you were doing it on paper, one yep. of the most stable things in the right, world. So it's right. like you would be doing it on a piece it's of stabilizer. trying to really test yeah, right. the okay. width. Yeah. So length. what I'm saying is it might even be closer if it's not on something mm -hmm. that stiff, right? Mm -hmm. So you put if we take a piece of knit and do that. I don't think it's going to be three millimeters. Apart. Yeah, you know, this is where when someone's like, "What's timing mean?" It's sewing machines are so cool. The feed dogs are going to move at a different rate to put the fabric through at a different rate to make a different length stitch. Literally, right. time. You know, like literally, I'm going to take less time to move this fabric and move it a shorter difference, right. or I'm going to take you know like more time to move it a longer distance, and my your machine sounds different. One time when I was costuming that show in high school, um, Will Rogers Follies. The Will Rogers one? Maybe? I was trying to be ZD and I stayed up. The one up, where you stole all my costumes. Yeah. yeah. And I um, I stayed up till like four in the morning, which I'm, this is, that's not Mallory. Mallory does not stay up late. I go to bed maximum at 10. Been like this all my Mallory's life. Mallory's been an old lady for a long time. I have only stayed up all night, like twice in my life. And I got extremely ill afterwards. <laughs> I did. I got like... Like instead the flu. of me, that I stayed up a lot and then I got ill later in life. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> so maybe I'm doing it right. So somehow it works out. Yeah, I got extremely ill every time I tried to do that. So where was I going? Oh, my car, my '94 Ford Taurus. It was 2007. Um, <laughs> when I was driving this. It like Mallory was, was trying to drive a car that was the same age she was. That's right. That's right. No, what? Well, Wait, almost. Didn't, didn't both of your sisters drive that car? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a really it, old it, car. It, it, went to, it went to college three times. <laughs> so right. I was trying to drive it, and I, like, it wasn't going fast enough. I can't remember. I was really tired, or it wasn't in gear. It wasn't warm because, like, oh, my God, when this thing shifted from, like, I don't know what, second to third, it was like, you know. <laughs> but I remember it wasn't going fast enough, and in my brain, I'm pulling out of our driveway, and I go, I need to lengthen my stitch. <laughs> Because when you lengthen right. your stitch, it you goes go faster. faster. <laughs> like I literally thought that it can't, it was 
legitimate thought in my mind that I was in my car and I needed to lengthen, lengthen my stitch, stitch to so go, go faster. faster. Okay. So, the, yeah. Um, just there we go. So that zigzags. I thought maybe we'd take a break and talk about some of the other, like, overcast, honeycomb stitch. You brought right, that up last right. time. Thing, um, That's what I call the girdle stitch. There you go, the girdle yeah. stitch. I, I wonder what they call it in here. Do they call it the honeycomb or they call it the girdle? The stay, stitch. Stay tuned to find Whatever. out. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Sewing out loud. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. I still haven't found the honeycomb girl stitch. I had to find it. Well, they call this the honeycomb stitch, but it's not really like, are you talking about like the hexagonal stitch? Yeah, I think so. I well, don't know. I, I need to look at the menu. I'm going to move around. I'm going gonna, away from my microphone. Oh, no. She's going away from her microphone. You thought you heard some ZD whispers before. Wait till she goes three feet from This is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. So it's really more like a lattice. They call that smocking, but this one they call honeycomb. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's it. But see, it's, yeah. yeah. That looks like a honeycomb. I feel like, okay, there must be, like, a decorative stitch that is a hexagon. You know, like, like what an actual honeycomb would look like. You know what I'm saying? Um, Stitch it out and see what it looks like. Because sometimes, <laughs> you know. Stitch it, it out. There, yeah, good. what's, okay, so they don't name this stitch in the decorative stitch menu. There is one that it, they are hexagons. But it's in decorative stitch land. It's not. See? Yes, but I'm not sure that. See, I, I'm not sure that's a piece that that would stretch. Yeah, no, you you're right. It might not. It might not. You're totally right. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about. So it looks like a lattice or a honeycomb. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about going side to side. It's not just for stretchy stuff, right? It can also be for overcasting, mm-hmm. for finishing an edge, mm-hmm. and so that is kind of oh well. After the zigzag, there's a two-step and a three-step zigzag. 
there's that too on yes. on the on the right. destiny um but then we do get into overcasting stitch number one overcasting stitch number two overcasting stitch number three overcasting stitch number four we have more overcasting stitches so overcasting stitches can be there's a lot of them used as a stretch stitch right mm -hmm. and you overcast just the edge of your garment as your or the edge of your fabric on your garment or it can also be used just to finish you know, a single layer of fabric on the edge, hence overcast. So you're going around the side. So it, we might use this on a woven fabric that would fray, right? Yeah. Okay. No, it can, it, right, right. Exactly. Uh, on our stretch stitch, when we're using stretch fabric or want a stretch stitch and a mm -hmm. stretchable stitch, let's say, we're going over the edge of our fabric, not to keep it from fraying, but to keep it nice and neat and together, uh -huh. okay? To keep that, you know, one enclosed seam. So you don't have like, you know, these two little pieces of fabric flying around. Or sometimes what will happen is after you launder it or, or you know, dry clean it or whatever, a knit will roll. Yeah. And then it gives you that bulk in the seam, and you don't want that. After you uh, right. speed The other it. thing you use this for, and this is how you make a girdle, everyone. <laughs> so we used to have girdle fabric, right? Mm -hmm. It was the one fabric that in, in. Well, now people are, you know, it's come up a bunch for binders. Well, you right. Know, and like, all it is is super, super power mesh. Super power mesh. Okay, but it was the only fabric at the time that had rubber in it. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So in the 60s, the 50s and 60s, and people were trying to make their own compression garments or their own girdles, we called them. And we didn't call them spanks or I, what other, What else are they called? Oh, well, you know, whatever. Like, like okay. We Shapewear. Them, we called them panty girdles. So there was a girdle and there was a panty girdle. The word girdle. And a panty girdle. Yeah, is kind of girdle means to go around, but it's right? kind of funny. It's a funny word, isn't it? Gird, girdle, girth. I don't know. Gird. You might think like some so, people don't like the word moist, and I'm saying girdle. I think kind of creeps me out. Oh, a little bit. that's okay. about it. So a girdle, girdle, like the um, what should I was literally it just went around you. Yeah, there was no crotch. Mm -hmm. Okay, which was good because then and you could pee. You could actually like pee out. Pull your panties down or pee or whatever through there. But then there was a thing called a panty girdle. Yeah. Okay. And it actually had legs and it was more like a Spanx type garment. Okay? Right. And, you know, all Spanx were supposedly were cut off pantyhose. I have a whole story about pantyhose. Too. Don't whisper. I have a whole story about pantyhose too. My mother, my first pair of nylon stockings were pantyhose and I was so upset because I didn't have a girdle and everybody else in my class had a girdle and, you know, a stocking for each leg and I had these stupid panty girdle things. Oh. My mother was always before her time. So she was, ah, I see. She was see. always before her time, which... When you're a teenager, that's not always what you want your mother to be. Mm -hmm. Like I had a Sassoon haircut that she gave me that mm -hmm. one went over the ear on one side and a big swing on the other. Nobody else had one, just me. So, <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so a girdle, how we made girdles in those days, right, yep. is we had this power mesh fabric or girdle fabric or what. I, I do think it had a name and I can't remember now. We laid... One piece of fabric. Okay. Yeah, right. you lapped them over. We lapped them over, right? Right. So there was two ways you could make this seam. So you had the right sides of both fabrics 
face up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you could lap them over and you could, you would be stitching them through two mm -hmm. layers, right? And what you want, you could then, you could trim, just trim up to then the edge. Right. Okay. And you would trim up to the edge on both sides. And basically, or you could um, do the same thing, lay it with both sides up, and you would just burnish that edge, just yeah. overcast that edge. And we would use this honeycomb or lattice, whatever we were going to yeah. call it, um, stitch. And that's what we would use because it was like these multi-stitches because these suckers were tight, let me tell you. Yeah. Okay? They were tight. And people wore them who were rail thin. Like, it was all about modesty in some way. Like, you weren't supposed to leave the house without your girdle. Yeah. So think about that, guys. <laughs> anyway, it was really a weird thing. Um, you know, it wasn't, I guess it was about smoothing out because you couldn't then see the real shape of the woman. I guess. You know, like you, know, you couldn't see your butt crack. What is right? it about? Yeah. That's what, the, or your navel or whatever. Uh, like, yeah. no, you, you could yeah, not you were see anything. Smoothing. You yeah. just smoothed everything mm -hmm. out. So mm -hmm. it did, you know, like I said, didn't matter like what size you were, if you had a roll or a bump, or if you were or thin, anything. thin, thin, right, you wore this. Yeah, so that is, when your needle swings side to side, you can get stretch, you can get stretch in lots of different ways. Let's talk about overcasting stitches. Let's go back a little bit, because overcasting stitches are often designed, if that's what a sewing machine is calling them, either in your owner's manual or on the screen, they are designed to work with an overcast foot. Exactly. And this was like the second ever Facebook Live video I did in the group, and I did it for Noah. It said, it's like overcasting foot for Noah is what it's called. Is it? Well, <laughs> yes. because, and the, okay, because. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Rarely do people know that there's an overcasting foot, and, it, it, and there's a reason for this overcasting foot. In these stitches. Yeah, so we did that whole podcast a long time ago about seam allowance and how, like, when you get, when you don't sew on enough seam allowance, your stitch isn't supported. Correct. Okay, and that's how things can kind of get swallowed up, and or why do we have a bigger seam allowance sometimes and then trim it down? Why don't we just originally do the small one and blah, 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 all that. So with overcasting, if you're trying to get right on the edge of a piece of fabric, you don't get the stability of seam allowance you're right on the edge of the fabric and so what an overcasting foot does and has is a little pin or whatever you want to call it um i think pin's kind of I a good word pin is a good word yeah it has it's this like a little pin a little bitty little, stylus piece yeah it, you'll see it thin piece of metal right that goes into the stitch area it actually it, rides on the edge of your the edge of your fabric yeah so yes. you you align the edge of your fabric with that pin and then also in selecting the overcast stitch on your machine in selecting it on the destiny or in selecting the dial and then looking at the owner's manual and adjusting to the recommended settings on a super basic machine so you really need to do that um you know on a, on a machine without automatic settings in so doing you have the stitch positioned and set so that the needle will swing and go right over that pin and not run right. into it. Because if it does not, 
what you will wind up with is not a nice flat stitch. You will wind up with a stitch that's going to curl or pull that fabric under and up because your fabric's not, you know, rigid enough. Or you wind up with like a broken needle because you moved your stitch or didn't well, set right, your stitch right, right and then you right. hit the pin. Right, okay, right. so I just wanted to bring but that up. But what I'm saying <laughs> is that's what, what I, I guess what I'm, yeah, what I'm You're saying, saying is you is don't use the, the foot. The pin is I there, see. right. You okay. could use your normal foot, yeah. right, with this. Yeah. And then you get a little rolled mm -hmm. seam allowance. You'll and get you tunneling, right? Right, tunneling. you don't want that. You don't yeah. want that. Oh, tunnels and trains. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So the tunneling. Mally has a son that is train crazy. Yeah, he's a rail fan. Oh my gosh. So so you will get tunneling if you don't have this pin over on the edge of your fabric to give you support. It's like it's um it's a support for while right. the stitch it's is being to support formed. the stitch. You have this, okay. On your serger. Yep. They have stitch oh, fingers. Maybe we should call it a stitch finger. Maybe huh? it's a finger, but it looks like a pin. It's a pin of stitch finger. Yeah. They they're a little bit flatter on your your on your serger for they sure. They look more yeah. flat. Yeah. They you know on the on the feet they look more like they stuck a little end of a needle or a it little really, end of yeah. a pin in there to do this. So when you on your serger when you make a rolled hem, guess what you do? Take those down. That stitch finger is removed and there's different ways to remove it. Some people have to change a whole foot or a whole presser a whole plate or whatever. Plate or whatever or they just dial it and it flips down. But that's why it rolls. Yep. Because the stitch will, you know, roll it over and tunnel it under. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, okay, we want it to roll then. Right. And I want it on your sewing machine. It won't roll right. Yeah, you, you can't. A rolled hem on your sewing machine is almost impossible. Let me tell you. Without the foot. Okay, then yeah, there is a rolled foot. Different right, story. Right. Okay, different podcast. Right? Yeah, different podcast. We're not talking so, about that right now. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what? I want to bring up why, okay, why why doesn't the machine just make a nice stitch on the edge of my fabric? All right. If you have ever watched a stitch being formed either in a video or you've been able to see like in a um, front-loading bobbin situation how the top thread comes down into the bobbin area and it makes a loop. And then as the needle goes back up, it pulls the stitch tight. Okay, right. it makes the it interlocks the bobbin thread with the top thread. And so without a bunch of fabric to stabilize that, it could just pull till right. its heart's content. Right. So what it's doing is it's pulling against that pin right. against that stitch finger to make the proper stitch. Right. And then when it moves on, it's, right. it's has the correct amount of thread. Right. So it's not pulling too tight. So that's why that finger's there. So first of all, if you choose an overcasting stitch, Set out your settings right, and then get out the corresponding foot. This is a foot that would come with most machines. Nowadays. Nowadays. If you have a stretch stitch and an overcast stitch on your machine, you probably have this foot. Yeah, like most, even I'm talking $99 machines, even have, have an overcasting right. foot. Now, not a lot of people end up using them for lots of different reasons. Why, and why do you think that happens? Well, because knits are out. Yeah. People are sewing on knits People now. aren't finishing fabrics in right. that way. Um, you know, and I'll know a lot of people who've got like a $99 sewing machine, and they'll have like a $2,000 serger. You know? Right. Uh, or so. they'll have several hundred dollars <laughs> worth of feet. Yeah, that's right, true, too. Right, So I'm just saying, uh, you're you're right. So that those overcast stitches, the overcast stitch that you might be most familiar with that's on most machines, it sort of looks like, it looks like a zigzag, but it has a straight part. 
Um, so it'll look like mountains with little valleys in between it, okay? And the points of those zigzags are what's going over the edge of the fabric. Right. So you get like kind of point, come back over, straight stitch, point, mm-hmm. come back over, straight stitch. On the Destiny, we have a few different options, and some of them incorporate even more like shape and movement in order to give you stretch. Right. Okay, so they are giving you that, and some of them actually say they they have another S, and in this situation, it means something different. It means side cutter, and it says that. It's like with side cutter, with side cutter, and that is where your machine has a foot on it that is a blade, and it's trying to act like a serger, and some people love them, and some people hate them, and right. we're not super huge fans, but then again, we've got a bunch of sergers, and right. so that there we are. You know, um, so... There are, I have seen on the more basic machines that overcast stitch that's, you know, straight stitch, zigzag, straight stitch, zigzag. And then they'll have one that's like zigzag over and then a couple narrow zigzags. Yes. And that would be for stretchy Tiny stuff. mountains between Tiny the big mountains. Tiny mountains between the big mountains, exactly. So that you can use that on a knit. Now, your normal overcast stitch actually might work on in some knit situations yes yeah you you might be surprised uh it's got enough movement in this stitch to where you're okay but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do to see if it works test you're gonna test 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 test, right okay so you're gonna test to make sure it works that's good never got me a shirt that said test 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 you know we've never told people what you actually say before (laughs) the podcast (laughs) what kind of dirty joke would you make that's it has a syllable, the first <laughs> syllable of a word that is test. What do you think ZD's <laughs> dirty mind has done? I'm talking every week for the past six <laughs> years before I record the podcast. And I say, hey, mom, we need to test. And I say, testing, testing. And what do you think ZD says? I say, test dot dot, test dot dot, test <laughs> you say dot something dot. else. <laughs> Instead of testing, we'll see if anybody gets that. Please listen. Uh, um, Fred will get it. Fred, Fred will get it. Fred all right. will get it. There we go. Noah will get it. Uh, Riley yeah. would get uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All of. I'm sure, there more people were not giving enough credit. I'm trying, to. Who should we give credit to? Yeah. Um, um, oh, I know. Um, well, we we don't want to name too many people. We'll yeah, forget. Then someone. we'll leave somebody out. We'll forget someone. Um. So anyway, when you see a stitch that has some movement in it it's a candidate for your stretchy stuff so you can try it out you might be like oh i like this diamond stitch for my hems right like i don't have a cover stitch machine or i don't want to use my cover stitch machine right now the diamond stitch might be good for that right or something else give it a shot you you might be surprised you could use them for decorative things on knits um, or wovens obviously right right. you know sometimes the functional stitches look pretty yes uh, with decorative threads and you know again in the olden days when we just had decorative stitch machines and we weren't you know we didn't have our embroidery machines where um you know we had the amount of stitches that were in the machine right and a lot of them were mechanical, mm-hmm. you know, and they had like what they called cams or whatever. Yeah. And then they start coming up with more, you know, computer circuit boards and things like that. But we used our, our, you know, functional stitches, our practical stitches as decorative stitches. That's right. That's right. Do you have anything to say ab- about zigzaggy stitches before we... Yes, I do. Okay, before we wrap yes, up. Yes, I do. Very this. much I do. Well, because this is what people would come to me and say. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They would use 
a stretch stitch maybe on a woven and they might make uh, say a pair of pants and a pair of pants has a butt seam yeah right? yeah and oh, they would okay. pull it apart and go look you can mm. see the stitches yes you can you used it. and you yeah. should be able to see the mm. stitches because they have movement and they don't hold it so you don't want to use a stretch stitch on a woven fabric if you want that to be a very nice, sweet, you know, an astomost type. What do I, I don't know what I want to say, but, a, you know. A yeah, tight, yeah, tight, yeah, yeah. A tight seam, mm -hmm. okay, that, that you basically don't see the stitches in because it's not like that. It's loose. Why? Because it allows for the fabric to have movement. That's right. So That's don't, right. It's, I, I've had people Amen. make a pair of pants on a serger with woven fabric and come they in were and go, unhappy. look, you can see my seams. And I'm like, yeah. that's good. Your serger's functioning properly. Okay. Good news. <laughs> now what you need to do, does this fit you correctly? Uh, yes. Now what you need to do is go take your standard sewing machine. And just sew right along and there. And sew right along that stitch line and you'll have the perfect pair of pants. Yeah, yeah. Right. There, that's, that's a really good point, you know. The expected behavior. Yeah, I'll of even the do that on a skirt seam, like you know, if the yeah. skirt's tight around your waist or your hips or your upper. Sure, hip sure. No, that's a that's a really yeah. that's Side a really seams, good point. Whatever. And then there's some times where like, oh, I'm cool, so seaming this woven with right. a serger because it's not going to stretch. You know, you know? I, I have a shirt that I wear that is probably 20 years old, right? That you know, I have all the seams on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and well, I was I was just so like. Yeah. You were so ahead of the game. I was. Then. I was so avant-garde at the time. All right. Well, we'll. Um. I think maybe we could just spend a, some time next week on like buttonholes and decorative stitches, and then oh, we'll you'll make me go crazy. I'll go wild. Go crazy. Yeah. I know. We have our forty-five minute episode on buttonholes. Yes. So we don't. We'll refer. And if someone has not listened to that. And I mean, Share everyone it. raves about it. Who, who no, listens people to it? Random people, people yes. have been like, "Oh my gosh, this changed my life." Yes, yes, you we know. have gotten gotten word from around the world, <laughs> and good words. Yeah, uh, you know. So yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. I think you can just go to sewhere.com slash buttonholes and right, you'll get it. It'll come you'll up. You'll get it, and there's a blog post and everything. Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, ZD. Take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.